Welcome to the Tate Wheeler Podcast, a podcast about inspiration, perspective, and purpose. Let's do this. The real opportunity for success lies within the person and not in the job. Zig Ziglar. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We are approaching episode 50. This is episode 46. Grateful to have you listening today. If you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a story and a challenge. I already gave you a quote. I'll give you a few more along the way, but let me kick it off with a story. I'm going to take you back to my first job out of college. And it was just a temporary job, in my opinion. I took a job as a part-time personal trainer with the big dream, the big goal of getting signed by a professional football team. So I was just training individuals and training myself and traveling the country at different tryouts. So I went all over the country, tried out for a lot of different professional sports teams, football teams, and I just thought I was going to get signed. And as I was in that process, I got a job opportunity, a career opportunity, and that was to be a fitness coordinator of two different YMCAs. And fresh out of college, that was a big opportunity, and I declined it instantly. I said, no, I I have a bigger dream, and I need to play football. And after a few days, I decided that that was not a good decision. So I took the opportunity and I said, well, if it's meant to be, I'll just keep doing tryouts. And if I get signed, I get signed. And I'm so grateful that I took that opportunity because fresh out of college to have a salary position with full-time benefits with a retirement plan is a good choice. And uh, part-time personal training, no benefits, no retirement, probably not the best choice. And so Long story short, I didn't get signed by a professional football team. I started my career. And I remember sitting down with my manager, and she she kind of laid the groundwork of expectations in this new uh, job offer, in this new role that I was going to be in for two different YMCA's. She said, it's a little different than the facility you're used to. She said... Uh, what they, what you do in a month as a part-time personal trainer, that's about their yearly revenue in personal training. The fitness centers that you're going to be uh, supervising are a much different look than what you're currently used to. And I remember showing up, I hadn't even seen these facilities yet. I remember showing up at, to the bigger facility at 5 a.m., you know, kicking off my, my uh, career as a full-time manager uh, strong by showing up at 5 a.m. on my first day to cover one of my new team members for a shift. And I walked into the fitness center, which was a decent size, and I scanned over to the weight area. And it was, picture a, a two-car garage. It was the width of a two-car garage and half the depth. That was my entire, even though it was a 60,000-square-foot facility, my weight area was tiny. The width of a two-car garage and half the depth. That was my free weight personal training area for the whole facility. And I was like, hmm, she wasn't kidding. This is going to be an adjustment. And I uh, got right to work. I, I, was, I was naive, uh, probably a little overconfident. But at that point in my career, it served me well because I spoke so much belief into my team. And I just said, we're going to do things that this club has never, ever done. And we did. In two months, we were able to surpass the whole previous year's revenue. And uh, it wasn't long after where we were uh, just crushing uh, whole new levels that they never thought were possible. And there is a quote that sticks with me. For a few reasons, I don't remember who says it, but it goes, when someone 
doubts how far you can go, go so far that you can't hear them anymore. And after about a year at that facility, I had, I had gotten so many, you know, acknowledgements of, of how big of a difference we're making, uh, lots of either emails or notes from executive directors, from personal training leads saying that we're making such a difference in our fitness department. But right at that time is when the YMCA decided that they weren't going to they weren't going to keep those two YMCA's as a part of their greater association anymore and say they were going to drop them. And I was, I was surprised because it kind of blindsided me. And I was thankful that the YMCA decided they're going to offer me a great position in the St. Paul area, a promotion, a new opportunity, a new club that was much bigger. And they, they gave me a lot of assurances and a lot of guarantees And at the same time, I also had an opportunity to stay right where I was, um, managing the bigger of the two fitness centers in New Richmond. And I was grateful for that opportunity as well. And I went a little bit back and forth on the decision. But I remember when I decided that I was going to take the riskier of the two, staying in in that club that the YMCA was pulling out of with less money, no benefits, no retirements, a lot of short-term sacrifice, a much smaller team, um, much less support. I took it because, in my mind, it goes back to that first quote, the real opportunity for success lies within the person and not in the job. And, and I'm not saying me as the person. I was saying what we had built as a team of just exceeding expectations that people ever thought were possible, going so far that we couldn't even hear those doubters, the original expectations, how low the bar was set. And I just felt like we had to do something special. We had unfinished business. And we turned that tiny fitness center and we um, times it by 20 in size. We put a huge weight room area. We created a 4,000 square foot group fitness studio that we added on. We added a personal training specific studio with kettlebells and TRX. We um, doubled the amount of machines we had in our our, uh, cardio and weight area. It was just such a crazy, amazing, fulfilling opportunity. I went from uh, managing a small team and leading a small team into managing 60 of our 100 staff. And I look at myself early on in my career, and I was a boss. A boss tells you what to do. Uh, they, they maybe lead by example sometimes, but they just tell you what to do and just kind of follow me. And it grew me into a leader, a servant leader. Somebody, I believe that bosses push you and leaders pull you. I started pulling people, leveling people up. And it was because I was ready to listen more. I was ready to learn more. I was ready to invest more in my team. And I wanted to evolve. And that's what that opportunity gave me. Even though it had a lot more risk, I knew it was what I needed to do because I wasn't going list to listen to the doubter. And I remember when I, de- when I declined the offer to stay with the Y, they said, how are you going to make things work there? Like, there's just no opportunity. You, you know, you're not going to have success. And again, when someone doubts how far you're going to go, go so far you can't hear that doubter anymore. And we went so, 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 so far. And I was grateful for my seven years in the nonprofit world. And I'm super grateful for all of those lessons. And that brings me to today's challenge. The challenge is cake versus candles. And you'll have to hear out the full analogy to really appreciate it. But early in my career and even early in what I did as as an athlete, it's kind of a it's a dog eat dog world in early in my career. It was just 
and and that was cake. That's like cake. In the mindset of, and we're talking about opportunity here. If if you have a mindset like cake, it means that in order for my cake to get bigger, yours has to get smaller. So envision a cake. In order for my piece of the cake to get bigger, it it makes your cake smaller. So that level of success is empty. It's dark, it's cold, it's lonely. Because basically you're going to have success by driving others into the ground. You're going to get your piece of cake, no matter how big, and you're going to left leave everyone else with thin slices or crumbs. And that was kind of how, in, as an athlete, at, at different times in your life, you kind of, you're, you're taught to like, go get it, get after it. Leave the take no prisoners, like the brave heart mentality. And that type of mentality is empty, it's cold, it's lonely, it's dark. And you can't build success on that because it drives others into the ground. And not only success, think about relationships. We've all been around people that just take and take and take and take. And they don't have anything to give you back. All they do is they they take from that giant cake and they leave you crumbs. And we don't want to be one of those people, and we don't want one of those individuals to be one of our closest circles in life because they will suck the life out of you or leave you starving. And that's not what we want to do. So let me tell you the flip side of this. That's being a candle. So think about this. Instead of having that cake mentality where mine gets bigger, yours gets smaller, we have a a different mentality, and that's a mentality of a candle. If we're in a dark room, and my candle is lit, and I light yours, the room just got lighter. It just got brighter. It illuminated. And when we take that approach, that mindset, the more candles that we light, the brighter the room is, the brighter for everyone that's involved. And it's such a different way of looking at things because when we're a candle, we magnify, we amplify, we multiply. And it's how you look at a team approach. There's a saying that I talk to my team about all the time. I talk to in our culture all the time as far as a health club goes. If you want to go fast in life, go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. And I don't know about you, but I want to go far. You know, you can have short-term success. You can eat the cake and you can trample others along the way. But again, look where that leads you. You get to the top of the mountain and you're all by yourself. You've ruined the relationships. You've put yourself first and it's lonely and it's dark when you don't take the time to acknowledge and appreciate the people that helped you get there. No, no achievement ever happens by ourselves. There's always somebody that has helped us, that's given us the opportunity to get there. And so my encouragement to you is let's be candles. If the room is dark, my candle and my candle is lit and I light yours, the room gets brighter. And we want to be more like candles, make the rooms lighter and brighter for everyone that's involved. If it's cake, your team and your opportunities are limited. If it's candles, our opportunities multiply. So that's my encouragement to you today. That's my challenge to you today. So let's make sure to be candles, be the lights, magnify, multiply. 
others, bring light to any situation, to any room. When we do that, we're going to have a ton of success. Tons of opportunities will show up because people want to be around the lights. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Short episode today, but I appreciate you so much. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll connect again soon. See you in two weeks, everybody.